everyone. Welcome to the That's What She Said with Danny podcast. This episode is a little special because we normally record just audio, but since we obviously have the coronavirus epidemic going on, we decided that everyone wanted to be able to check in on each other and see how everyone was doing and make sure that everyone's feeling okay and you can see our pretty faces. So we decided to hop on Zoom for this episode of the podcast. Um, Alexa Dat here in New York. Danny, you're in New York as well, yeah? I'm in New York. I'm good. Pretty faces, including Jack's pretty face as well. Yes. Cardinals ace Jack Flaherty joining the podcast. Jack, thanks so much for hopping on. First, how are you feeling and uh, where are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I'm in I'm in Los Angeles, so uh, I can't complain too much. Weather here is pretty nice. Um, obviously, wish we were playing, but make the best of the situation. So how are you keeping busy? What have workouts been like? I know everyone is getting super creative right now, and we've seen that from you too. So what are you working on? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing as much as I can. I've kind of been at my trainer's house. Um, he just, he stays at home. So he, he's like, yeah, sure, you can come over, work out, do what you can, uh, do some stuff at home. Uh, I do all my stretching and everything here, but try to do as much as I can get out and the only time I'm getting out is to go throw and you know that's with guys that I, that I trust and I you know that are in the, the same world and you know we have to make the same smart decisions so um, those are with some guys that I trust uh, to you know that they're doing the right things. So many people have asked me how this is going to affect not only ball players and them getting prepared for the season but pitchers specifically so walk us through what your mindset is like in terms of trying to stay prepared and not knowing when the season's going to start. Yeah, you know, that's been the hardest thing because when it first happened, we were all like, all right, so we're hoping for, you know, the original thought was, all right, at least two weeks. We're like, okay, so we're going to, you know, we all got built up. Like the last time I threw, we threw about, you know, most guys were about 80 pitchers or so. You got a week left of spring training, getting ready for, for week one. And, the next thing you know, it's just like I'm getting ready to start a game on Saturday and then Thursday, everything, they shut everything down. So we're like, kind of didn't know what to do. Um, we were just trying to figure out, okay, how do we best do this? And originally it was two weeks and then we got about three days into it and they're like, yeah, it's going to be longer than that. So uh, we kind of went backwards, went back to just, I guess, playing catch, throwing bullpens, try not to do too much. Um just with the talk of scheduling and not knowing, you know, how many games we're going to play or how late into the year we're going to go. Um, so it's just been a lot of kind of, you know, what exactly do we do? And it's just been trying to stay sharp, you know, bullpen wise without throwing too much um, and just kind of waiting to hear any kind of news. Yeah, we're waiting too. And I know, you know, I've been scouring Twitter and Instagram trying to find any new news, some fresh news. I saw Zach Britton talking on MLB Network about potentially having some displaced teams playing at neutral sites. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, it'd be different, that's for sure. Like, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. You know, they talked about it, you know, as the season goes on or you're playing later into the year. Um, just with weather difficulties, um, it, it'd definitely be a different experience. It'd be something else, you know, but there's, it, it I'm not, I don't want to say it takes away from it, but there's definitely a, you know, a little bit of going on the road and having to go and play and play another team with their fans and, and that atmosphere and just how quickly things can change when the fans get into it. 
it's a it's got it's a whole different experience um so i it, it might be a little bit different but you know you see the way like you know the the world baseball classic how that goes when everybody's kind of playing at different neutral sites so um those games look very you know they look intense they look fun everybody's having a great time so it might work out you never know Jack, for you, I mean, you had an amazing 2019, you're in the Scion conversation, and then the season ends, and I can imagine gearing up for 2020, you're ready to go, and you're ready to not only compete at the same level you did last year, but also beat that. So what's it like for you in terms of momentum, trying to, you know, build off last year and waiting to play? You know, I think it's really easy to, it's really easy for everybody to kind of, you know, look at the situation and, you know, complain and, and mope and be upset. And it's, it's okay to, to do that. It's okay, you know, to be upset, you know, wishing, you know, right now we would be having opening day in St. Louis. Um, you know, opening day would have been last week. And it, it's really easy to look at it and just, you know, be frustrated and, complain about the situation but but at this point there's no reason for that there's no reason to to think oh man you know I put in all this work and all this time to and I was ready to go and I was you know we were a week away and season was right there and I you know I, I did all this put in all this effort and it, it just got taken away but at this at this point it's just about you know you put in all that work you put in all that effort it's about maintaining it as much as you can and understanding that, you know, it's just kind of a, a another challenge put in front of you as, as a player and, you know, accepting it. You know, if it's if it's out of your control, then what is complaining about it going to do? What is, you know, trying to come up with different things to do? You try to control as many things as you can. This is one of those things you can't control. So you just make the best of the situation. I feel like you ooze confidence in like the best way possible, like physically, mentally, like it's just, you know, you're constantly very sure of your abilities. And I think that's super impressive. Love that. And we read that recently someone was asking you guys about pitching depth um, and rotation. And you said that you guys have the depth to fill two major league rotations. So I want to know who's, who's going to be on those rotations. I mean, it just, that's the way it seems. If you look at our, if you look at our spring training and the guys that we ran out there to start games, we had about eight guys or so that very easily, you know, they started games and have started games in the past for us. I mean, you look at what our five probably would have been between, you know, myself, uh, Dakota, uh, Wainwright, uh, Carlos Martinez, um, you know, Michaelis as well, you know, when, when he's healthy, uh we had Gant start a few games and he he started for us most of 18 as well who was really good and then he was really good out of the pen um Genesis Cabrera who is an electric arm uh, out of the bullpen he he started a couple games in spring we signed KK Kim uh Ponce he's pitched games for us out of the out of the rotation he's pitched out of the bullpen um Austin Gomber, he missed last year, but, you know, he his first big league start, he had, you know, I think it was either a perfect gamer and no hitter into the seventh inning. Uh, and he was really good for us in 18 in August where we kind of went on that run and he was really good. He was really, really important. Um, 
I don't know how many guys I just listed. It might be nine. And then, uh, <laughs> My heart's racing. I know that. Yeah. It's just we, we got we had arms, and we we're going to put some guys in the pen, and it's just even more exciting. Um, we we had arms. We got we got a guys who who they all go out and work hard. Um, everybody's willing to accept whatever role it is, but at the end of the day, everybody wants to compete and everybody wants to win. So whatever that takes um, is just kind of the way it's going to work out. During this time of us all being separate, how are you staying in contact with the guys? Are any of you doing TikTok videos? Are you guys FaceTiming? <laughs> I'm <going>? actually <laughs> curious if anybody on our team has gotten into TikTok. If I had to put, if uh, if I had to put a guess, if anybody on our team was getting into TikTok, it would be uh, Kisner, <laughs> and then I would say Dex would be a close second, but that's more you know with it with his little girls. Like I think he would he's he's good like that where I think if his little girl if they want if, if Naya and, uh, and Ivy wanted to do it would get into it and he'd do it that way I don't know if anybody on our team has got a TikTok I can't see it <laughs> but yeah you know it's a you know you FaceTime everybody so often you know you text you just see how everybody's doing what we got going on if anybody's heard anything um whatever kind of comes about it it's just you know you those those are your boys that's like another family um I said it the other day, you know, that this that every team is like a whole other family. So you just kind of miss out on on that kind of feeling. Who's the last guy you FaceTimed with? That's yeah, a good let's question. see it. Let's see it. Um, on our team? Yeah. Or not on your team. Uh, last Gomber. guy in baseball. Last okay. guy in baseball I FaceTimed with was was Lucas. Uh, it was G Lito and Freed. Mm-hmm. We were all on a we were all on a FaceTime together. Uh just talking, seeing how everybody was doing. Lucas was headed back to date to up north um, with his wife. We were on a FaceTime together. But the other guy, you know, one of my boys is, is Gomber. I talked to him most recently. That's my most recent FaceTime uh, that I can see. And then Dex. Non-baseball related, what are you doing to keep busy? Cards, games, shows, coloring? It's funny you say coloring because I joke with our, I joked with our uh, our pitching coach. He asked me, you know, what are you doing? And I said, you know, I'm really working. It wasn't true, but I said I'm really working on my coloring techniques, figuring out how to stay in the lines and color my numbers. <laughs> um, he got a kick out of that, but I like that you make fun of it, by the way, because yeah, I sure. brought my coloring. Really? To show you. Wow. It's pretty good, right? You went all out with that. Yeah. How long did that take one. you? Oh, forever literally too long and then this one's a work in progress she's going all out with so the color. good so yeah. that's way too complex just, <laughs> listen it man it, it's awesome because you just you literally spend time doing nothing but thinking about what colors you're choosing and it clears your head it really does it's great yeah see i'm too simple for that i wouldn't be it'd be <laughs> like one color here one color there and i'd be done with it i'd just be like all right uh i haven't done any puzzles haven't played any cards with the fan. I think that'll happen. They don't play a lot of cards. I don't know. But my brother's in school, so he's always doing homework. Sure. And it's Ooh. just my mom and I. And Are you she's helping working. him with homework? Am I helping him with homework? No. <laughs> Are you cooking? Are you watching any shows? It's funny. Be- I really should, like, start cooking. I- I've- the last couple <laughs> nights, my brother and mom have cooked. And I've been – I don't know what I've done, but my brother comes to me afterwards and he always says, thanks thanks for the help. I appreciate it. I said, thanks. You did a really good job tonight, you know? Uh, you ate the food. Isn't that the helping I've, part? I ate it and I told him he did a really good job. So, you know, I'm just giving him that confidence. 
positive you did reinforcement. Your yeah, exactly. But I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching The Wire, so that's Ooh. something that I always wanted to watch. So I've been watching that movies, movies on The Wire. I try to. I've tried to. There's too many times where I like have multiple TV shows going, and it's hard to keep up with everything. So I've stuck to the one. That's okay. me. Lex is our show guru. Our movie. Yeah television series i am really bad at all that stuff but lex is like the guru here well how are you keeping your time if if, what do you what else you got to do i'm working on my editing skills and um i'm trying to do home workouts what else am i doing i'm talking to lex probably like a lot 25 percent of the day um, trying not to order cookies from online is what i'm doing yeah you failed at that this week but i appreciate it because they were delicious (laughs) She's calling you out for that. Yeah. Okay. So listen, I'm actually, this part, I'm really excited because we talked to your boy, Paul DeYoung, a few weeks ago, a month ago. Mm-hmm. We love Paul. Big fans of Paul, yeah. the person and Paul, the ball player. Yeah. So what about this, the scientist, Paul? Oh, that's next level. We're still trying to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask him about that. That's his favorite thing. Oh, we did. Oh, he went in. Yeah. It was awesome. So this is what he said about you. Okay. He said, Jack may talk a big game on social, but he is a genuine and balanced guy who cares about what he does. His work ethic is inspiring. He's a great teammate to have, someone who cares about the game. He said he talks to me about what he sees from me. He's a bridge between a lot of people. What do you Damn, say? Paul. I appreciate that. I didn't know where you were going from the get-go. I was a little nervous. I was like, you about to talk some smack right now. I I had to give him a phone call and be like, man, you really had to say that? Um, no, that means a lot. That's a, that's a good dude. That's my guy. I mean, we met in, uh, in 15 in Peoria when him, when they called him and Vader up. Yeah. I've known, known both those guys since then. So we all kind of came up together and it was, uh, been fun playing with them. That's for sure. Does Paul talk smack, by the way? Paul talks his, like, very subtle, dry, <laughs> like, little smack talk. And then you, like, get at him and get in his – not, like, get in his face, but you start getting at him, and he'll back off, and he'll, like – if you say something – but he, the thing about Paul, though, is he's not a super stubborn guy to where if you actually say something that makes sense, he'll give you the credit. Be like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah. Like that makes sense. So sure. um, that's goals right there. I wish he'd push back. A l- I wish he'd push back a little bit more. Wait, Jack, do you talk smack? Everybody, to everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, to everybody. What are you Sometimes, saying? Huh? What are you saying? Well, it just depends on what it is. You know, if there's a competition, like I'm just, I'm going to win it. It doesn't matter if I don't win it. I'm not going to make an excuse. I'll be like, all right, you get me, but like, let's do it again tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what, what we got. Um, if somebody tries to say that, like, if there's a, if somebody tries to say another pitcher is better at something than me, and they'll specifically say it to kind of get me riled up, I'll, I'll go for a little bit until I realize, like, all right, you're just saying this, but I'm still gonna let you know. And usually it's about another pitcher on the on the team. We're not going like outside. Um, yeah, there's always a, especially between the pitchers, we always have hitting discussions. It's never pitching for some reason. We always argue about hitting. <laughs> And so we always get into that stuff, but that's not a yeah. surprise to me actually no. at all. That sounds no. standard. Yeah. It, it, it seems like it is. We all think we're at, well, actually everybody else thinks they're athletes and then there's some of us that actually are. So ah, just, there we go. There's the truth. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's the truth. 
Um, so we watched this video of you. You listed five guys you would sit at dinner with. Um, mm -hmm. None in baseball. So Lex and I need to know who's who are the five guys sitting at your table who don't play on the Cardinals that are in the big leagues right now. I just, this is a, that's a good question. Wow. Um, Lex's question right there. That's a good one. Scherzer would have to be one, one of nice. them. Um, I just feel like he's got a lot to say. Be curious to actually pick his brain um, about what what he's got. I'm not going to say Lucas and Max. Lucas and Max would typically be there. I'm going to put them out because I talk to them all the time, but sure. those are my boys. So they would, you know, they're guaranteed to see. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick two other people. I'm going to pick three other, four others, whatever. I'm going to exclude them from this conversation. You know, I, I actually, I would love to have is really he's funny. Malik Smith. Um, mm -hmm. Love Anytime that. around him, he he's hilarious. He always and he always he always has something to say. He all he's always talking. He never, <laughs> never, never shuts up. I guess I gotta say Trout and just ask him how he's so good. Like, how does he make it look so easy? Mookie Betts. Eesh. Man, I don't know. Give, oh, Francisco Lindor. Good one. Yeah, Lindor, Lindor, Scherzer, Malik's because Malik's will carry on a whole conversation by himself. Trout because he's best in the league, and then Mookie because I don't know. There's a lot of personality at that table. I like that. <laughs> yeah, everybody's kind of all over the place. We get two pitchers and a bunch of position players. Can we come? The restaurant down. <laughs> Can y'all come? We'll are sit at a paying? different table. <laughs> I mean, okay. y'all are paying for dinner. There we go. We can do that. <laughs> all right, sold. All right, uh, Jack, we want to do a rapid fire with you. And I'm going to promise you that these are going to be some questions that you've never been asked before. So uh, that, these would be interesting if I've never been asked them before. Yeah. All right. So uh, give us your best answer in a sentence or two. Okay. Who was on your Cardinals Mount Rushmore? Gibson, Brock, Musial, I guess Albert. Yeah, those three for sure. Actually, you know what? Ozzy, Gibson, Brock, Musial, and Ozzy. Yeah, there we go. Right, I'm sorry, best... Ozzy. I almost forgot you. <laughs> the wizard will forgive you. All right, best dressed on the team, not including yourself. Like Bader's the easy choice, um, because he's different. But I'm gonna go. I'm I'm gonna go with Miles's suit game. Outside of that, very questionable. But his suit game, he always, he always brings it on road trips. But if you had to include yourself, you would say that you're the best. Dressed? I'd say myself. I'd say myself. Miles, Bader, and then Wong. I, Wong don't get enough credit. You guys are like the Mount Rushmore of fashion on the team. Well, you get your different, you get completely different everything with that. Dex is on the outside because when he wants to, he does it and he shows everybody up, but he just, he just chilling all the time. Just chill. <laughs> I'd be curious to hear what Dex had to say about that. <laughs> he would probably say the same thing. He like he he came when we went playoffs and he came on the plane. He was in a suit. Everybody was like, "You ain't worn a suit all year. Now you pull this thing out." And he's like, you know. And he had the like he had the custom like he had his uh, uh his, he had his yeah he had his logo right here and everything. And he had the logo on the inside and was like, okay, yeah, we see you've been holding on to this thing. All right, Jack, we know you're into music. So if you could go on tour with one musician, 
would it be? Okay, so I've never seen I've never seen Jay Z live. Otherwise, I would say him because he's my favorite. But I would say it, it would be Chance the Rapper. Great answer. That's seen my him answer live, too. and it was just like a special performance that he did. So Lex, I know you met him, but I will um, humble brag right now. And yeah. I went to a pop-up concert of his in Brooklyn and there were like 30 people there. And it was like the sickest thing I've ever seen in my life. All right, what about one teammate that you want to be quarantined with? There's three people that I, that I, and I'm gonna have to pick between the three, all for different reasons. I would say the three choice would be Paul, cause Paul would cook every meal. I wouldn't have to do it. I would just have to clean up. Paul would cook and he'd do all that. Dex, because we wouldn't kill each other at some point we might like we get close but we would just argue over everything and have like debates and whatnot and then hicks because we would just sit there with each other and play video games all day and never have an issue so super random but i think i would say hicks and i'm like <laughs> whoever sees this would be like you would never actually do that it's like maybe we just sit there and play video games all, all right so let's role play here you are a coach what would your steal sign be? And we need to see it. <laughs> Go ahead. Can Go you ahead. describe it and show it? <laughs> yeah, just like, there, there'd be one of two things. Like, it would be really simple, like, where I would just, like, grab the bill of my hat and just, like, be really, really simple. Like, the most simple sign, like, all right, like, y'all, if you want to go, go ahead. Or if I was just, like, if I was really given a steal sign, just – Run my fingers across my arm, like, go ahead. And if they know it's coming, they're going to be like, there is no way that that is a steal sign. <laughs> then you do it, and you'll be like, yep, no, nah, that just happened. It's tricky. But I'd probably just grab a bill in my hat and be like, be done with it. You're not going to be a coach anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I ain't, putting, I ain't doing that. <laughs> uh, Jack, growing up as a fan – what was the toughest sports moment that you had to endure? The toughest one for sure was Vince Young beating USC in oh. the 2000s. And they're showing that game tonight, which is so frustrating. It's Vince Young, Rose Bowl 2006, national championship. Heartbreaker. Absolute heartbreaker. I'm sorry I'm making you relive that. <laughs> Oh man, that is, that is, that's, that's the worst. That is Ugh. hands down, like just crushing. Like I had to do, we did a list, my boys and I did a list of like best college football players we've seen in our, you know, in our lifetime that we remember. And I said, I did would do everything in my power to keep Vince Young off the list. And I somehow did, but it still didn't feel right. <laughs> but that, because he just agonized every single one of us that game that's just that's a depressing game what was your reaction when the game was over that this is not real this didn't just happen like he didn't just run the ball in on fourth and six like it was nothing for a touchdown and the game was over it just didn't feel it didn't feel real yeah. i didn't know what to do we're gonna make a hard left and and we're going somewhere happier now <laughs> <laughs> give us your loss. celebrity crush i'm sorry what was the question <laughs> do you need a minute you need a couple seconds i'm just like i'm reliving it in my head look what you did like, like reggie deciding to throw it. Listen, he was this is down what sports fan is all about yeah okay what was the question well sorry, i asked <laughs> 
And that concludes today's podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> no, I can't end on that. I can't end on that. That's, that's uh, I'd like to turn left and ask about your celebrity crush. Zendaya. Ooh. Good one. Great. Yeah. Maybe sliding in those DMs a little later on. I haven't done it. Probably won't, but yeah, probably won't, but that's that's for sure. How about your guilty pleasure TV show or movie that you watch? I'm not embarrassed to admit anything that I watch <laughs> on TV or any movie that I enjoy. What about music that you listen to? Maybe five years ago, it would have been Katy Perry. That would have... Yeah, because me and my me and my roommate at the time, I don't know what it was. Well, I don't know what got into us, but sitting in the hotel room in spring training, we'd be playing Katy Perry, and we just would kind of look at each other like, is this okay? <laughs> and we just nod our heads and be like, yep, of course it is. All right, three hitters that you most want to face in 2020. Acuna, uh, the entire Nationals lineup. <laughs> Lex loves that. And then, uh, uh, and actually, and uh, Vlad Jr. Because last time I faced him, I gave up the most famous history in Montreal history. So, yeah. I don't know if it's the most famous. Like, Joe Carter's is probably, or actually, that's Toronto. So, yeah. Um, I've seen that video a million times. Do you want some redemption? You know, just, you know, he got me. I, hey. Props to him. He got me. He hit it forever. They got to enjoy it. Uh, I was off the field before the celebration happened, so I didn't have to be out there for it. You've seen that video you said a bunch, but is there a moment from last season that sticks out in your head that you're like, this plays over and over again, and I can't wait to have a new movie play? Uh, Howie's double in the off of me in the NLDS. Two outs. I think there was two outs. There, yeah, two outs in the in the whatever it was third inning, and I missed completely across the plate, and he hit a double into the right center. That made it a four nothing game. Two nothing, we were still in it. You know, Strauss was pitching well, but he hit that double and it made it four nothing. Uh, and I only up, only ended up going four because we had to pinch it and score some runs. So you're ready to have that memory erased. Yeah. The whole series, I'm trying to have that erased. Sure. Me too. Move on. Yeah. Can I ask a, a quick question to follow up with that? Is yeah. How often do you rewatch moments that are not favorable to you? Do you avoid them? Do you watch them once and get it out of the way? Do you watch it a year later? Uh, I'll watch it to, you know, see if it's a pitch I made to see, okay, what happened? What did I do? Was it a good pitch? Was it how much did I actually miss my spot by? Because there's times in games where you feel you made a good pitch and then you go look, you go ask somebody and they tell you, nah, that pitch was down the line. You'd be like, there's no chance. And you go look at it, you're like, all right, well, it actually was. I thought I threw it where I wanted to and you didn't. Um, so I'll just watch it for that, but I'm not going to go back and like, I remember it well enough or I don't need to go relive it. Like I, I have it, I learn from it, move on, take it take it for what it's worth and then move on. But I also am not like games where I do really well. I'm not going to like, there's times where you have to go like watch that, but more to like, remember like that feeling or what did it look like? If you start getting off a little bit, 
you know, watch, okay, this is what it looks like. This is what it needs to look like. And, That's so interesting. Yeah. Jack, how about your favorite or go-to post-game meal? Uh, PB&J. Real simple. Crunchy peanut butter? No, nobody eats crunchy peanut butter. Oh, come on. That is absurd. What Everyone do you mean? Eats we do. Nobody butter. eats crunchy peanut butter. We do. Nobody eats crunchy peanut butter. That is, that's not, yeah, you should just get up and goodbye. No, no, Jack, everyone oh, She's actually going to get. <laughs> oh, what do you mean? It's the most delicious food that's in my pantry right now. No. N normal creamy peanut butter. But, but where's the consistency? You just have the cream and the jelly and there's no crunch to it? You don't need the crunch. That's, you don't need that. Need the crunch. Wow. Gotta have you the crunch. You guys are not professional PB&J makers. That's all I know. Listen, I don't Maybe know. Maybe we are. Friends. No, no <laughs> not professional PB&J makers. What kind of jelly? Great. You can redeem yourself. Okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I only, have, I only will do strawberry if for some reason we've run out of grape and I can't find it anywhere and I don't feel like asking anybody for it. It's going so well. We're doing so good. Okay, which position player do you want to see pitch this season? Well, I, Yachty. I want to see Yachty pitch. Oh like, really God. comes down to it. I want to see Yachty get on the mound and see what, see what, yeah, see what he's got. I don't know if I want to make that happen, but I would love to see it. Because <laughs> if that yeah, happens, we are in a very bad place. <laughs> True. How about this one? Uh, which NBA player could you beat in a game of horse? That's disrespectful of me to say anybody <laughs> in the league. That is absolutely disrespectful. That'd be like one of them saying, you know, who could you, what pitcher could you go in and hit a home run off of? And if they said anybody, they'd be like, bet you come on out and we'll put you in the box and I dare you to hit a home run. I feel like horse is a little different. Yeah, you get some luck, but here's the thing, though. Like, if I – okay, let's just say I, I would say, you know, I'm going to go with somebody on the – if I if I said, like, JaVale McGee, right, the second I miss a shot, he's going to go pull out and he's going to go pull out some, like, three ridiculous dunks. Like, I can jump, I can dunk, but I don't know if I could do what he's about to go do. That'd be no chance. Nope. All right, Jack, final question. <laughs> Which current pitcher rakes the most? Granky hit two bombs in a game last year, and Woodruff just rakes. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I guess I'm gonna say Granky. All right, Jack. We end every podcast with an embarrassing story. So, either something that's happened to you recently, or something from your childhood that was so cringeworthy that you wish you could completely, like Men in Black, erase it from your memory. Give us your most embarrassing moment. My friends would have way more that they could tell. For some reason, this is the only thing that comes about. I think I was like seven or eight. And I was a very – you can ask any of my friends that I grew up playing ball. I was a very emotional baseball player when I was young. Like, very emotional. And so we were playing. And, you know, I think it's like the first level of, like, coach pitch – or we're first level of, like, kids pitching. I was seven. I think everybody else was eight. Eight, nine, that would have been under field so yeah something like that and I didn't like start the game off very well I don't know what happened but I got super upset and I was frustrated and I was pissed I'm like crying in the dugout and I was supposed to go out and play short and I said no or something like that 
And, um, you know, next thing you know, my mom comes in the dugout and it's like, let's go. And at that point I was like, no, 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 I'm good. Like I'm, I'm okay. She goes, no, 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 we're leaving. And that's like, I tried to like get my stuff and she, she was like, no, 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 we're going home. Like you're done. Your game is over. We're leaving. And she grabbed my stuff, grabbed me, walked me to the car, put me in the car and, uh, drove me home. <clears throat> i'm glad you find that humorous i just like how you were like no no i'm okay mom i'm good like and mom oh that's how every kid is though like once you're yeah you're complaining (laughs) and crying and then the parent comes back no it's not no like let me go i swear no 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 jack when we talked to paul he had um one of the more epic embarrassing stories that we've ever heard he was on a first date and his first date accidentally spilled her glass of water and it shattered on the table and he got glass in his lap <laughs> and, 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 wait. and it cut him and he was bleeding but he didn't want to tell her that he was bleeding so he just kept going on with the date and then he had to get up because the bleeding wouldn't stop and he had to excuse himself from the table and i remember stop this story in his pants I remember this story because I remember seeing him afterwards. Like, this isn't a long time. This is a recent thing. He had a whole hole in his pants and everything. And he still has the pants. Oh, my goodness. I remember that. Like, he told either I saw him later that night or, like, the next day, and he showed the mark and everything, and he was, like, holding it. I remember that. I remember that. It's just funny I said that because I forgot about that did because i remember seeing him later and like he had the whole hole in his pants and everything yeah so good it was so good so good jack we really appreciate you hopping on the podcast this has been a blast especially when we all need a moment of levity and uh having you be able to talk about not only what you've been doing but Looking forward to the season gives baseball fans a lot to look forward to so we're excited about that remember that We, we threw it in here. We sprinkled it in a little bit. It's better that way. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, dude. Thank you so much. Um, just, I feel like you, like I said, you ooze the confidence, but in, in like the best way possible. And I know there's probably a lot of kids looking up to you. So keep doing your thing, man. We love the kids, you know. Appreciate you guys having me. It was fun. Yeah. Thanks, Jack. All right. Thank you. And thanks for asking good questions. The, the, the good ones. The real yeah. good ones. <laughs> the stumpers. Always. Always. <laughs> All right, dude. Have a good one. Thank you, you guys. You guys have a good one.